0: This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with
1: Aaron Flint. Even had, what, some sort of Palestine sticker on the buttstock of the rifle. Man, I tell you what, I got to get through my stack of stuff here and pull up the full description of this uh, one time. uh, Is she still transgender? Was she transgender? Uh, is she in the was were category right now, anyway? Uh, you guys know the the uh, Joel Osteen Church, that big mega church the guy that 's on TV uh, yeah, they had this, uh, they had this attempted mass shooter now I, I say attempted because thankfully, there were two good guys with guns uh, that were at the church, two apparently they were off duty uh, law enforcement officers who were at this church, and so two good guys with guns were there to uh, quickly stop the attempted mass uh, shooter here. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to go off of memory here for just a second as I clear through my stack of stuff and, and show prep here this morning. But basically, okay, so uh, migrant from some uh, Central or South American country. I remember that one. Okay, Uh, a woman who sometimes identified as a man named Jeffrey. Okay, another woke checkbox. So you got the migrant box checked. You got the transgender box checked. Oh, and then you got the Palestine. Uh, So you got the terrorist uh, supporting sticker on the buttstock of your rival. Another box checked. For Pete's sake, uh, how many other woke checkboxes did this attempted mass shooter actually check? Uh, The libs of TikTok via Twitter uh, has has been doing some great reporting uh, covering the trans terrorist who shot up a Texas church. Anyway, uh, libs of TikTok. I saw this was one of the latest here. The trans terrorist who shot up a Texas church was mentally ill. What kind of hormones and drugs was she on? Gender dysphoria is a mental disorder. Leftists affirm gender dysphoria rather than treat the root cause, which is mental illness. And uh, Libs of TikTok uh, then added this, saying that we have a serious mental health crisis in this country. You know, it's interesting. Back here in Montana, we, we've we been having to rebuild mental health care. We've, we've been having to rebuild our, our mental health care infrastructure in Montana because you remember – Former uh, liberal uh, Democrat Governor Steve Bullock absolutely gutted mental health care coverage, but that was the same Democrat governor who would abuse flag proclamations and and lower the flags to half staff uh, anytime he could use it to push a gun control agenda, and so. But that's that's what the left does, though they they create the problem. They fan the flames on a mental health crisis in America, and then they want to capitalize off of it, right? Just like liberal Senator John Tester. You know, he he, he voted in support of the bill that, that basically was used to try to shut down Hunter's safety programs in schools and archery programs in schools. And then he claims, oh, look, I saved Hunter's safety. They create the crisis. They create the disease so that they can then... Profit off of the so-called cure. Uh, we we'll see it time and time again uh, from the radical left. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, lots to talk about this morning. Here's a look at your real weather for
0: Billings and Bozeman. We'll see some cloudiness today and some sunny breaks developing around the area as well, with high temperatures ranging from the mid-30s in Bozeman to about 42 in the Billings area. For tonight, we can expect cloudy skies and some scattered snow showers. Accumulation stay less than an inch in the Bozeman area. Low temperatures in the mid-teens to low 20s. Snow showers Wednesday. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Frombley. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana, statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint.
1: All right, let me see. This, uh, I think, was also shared by the libs of TikTok via Twitter, via x.com. And and this is from the press conference down in Texas where this transgender uh, shooter, yet another transgender shooter. We have seen case after case after case where you have uh, a radicalized transgender identifying person go on yet another shooting rampage and yeah libs of tiktok asking some very good questions here like hey what kind of drugs what kind of hormones was she on the trans terrorist who shot up a texas church was mentally ill listen to just this montage uh from this press conference from law enforcement down in texas
2: i would also like to emphasize we need to continue to Be aware of mental health issues in our community. Indications that mental health played a role in an early investigation. We
0: do have some facts that she was uh, put under an emergency detention order by Houston police officers. uh, We believe in
3: 2016. Uh, We do believe that she does have a mental health history that
0: is documented through us and through interviews with family members. So I just want us to simply wait on the facts. Uh, you got mental
1: illness here. Um, you got a lot of things going. Okay, so the question being uh, raised here by uh, and I, I forget how you pronounce her name, but the 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 woman behind libs of TikTok, uh, it's like Chaya or Kaya Rachik. Anyway, does an incredible job with libs of TikTok, and oftentimes what she does is she just she just takes videos, she takes their words, their video, just them saying what they actually believe. And showing how crazy these folks are on the left, and for that they they despise her for sharing their actual words and what they actually believe. But she lives of TikTok pointed this out as uh, well here in another tweet on uh, uh, yesterday, February twelfth, eleven forty in the morning. The LGBTQ Texas church shooter was a migrant from El Salvador. She has a long criminal history dating back to two thousand five. She was also a Bernie supporter. Oh, there you go. I knew there was one more woke checkbox that we didn't check yet. She was a Bernie Sanders supporter. What is it with Bernie Sanders supporters shooting people? For Pete's sake here. Uh, She had a free Palestine sticker on her gun and identified as transgender. This story is going to disappear really fast. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that time and time again. The media absolutely loves to give mass shooters, mass media attention and the attention they so desperately crave in the midst of their mental illness. But once they figure out that, man, we've got another over a half dozen transgender shooters now, the transgender shooters quickly go silent. Uh, They do not get the mass media attention that some of the other mass shooters get here. But thankfully, like I said, this shooting down in Texas was not a mass shooting because there were two good guys with guns at the church who quickly uh, brought it uh, to a halt. All right, dailywire.com has some uh, interesting reporting as well if you want to see more about that uh, story, Um, including this one. Child critically wounded in church shooting is the son of the shooter. So this crazy transgender Free Palestine, Bernie Sanders supporting activist apparently decided to bring a little kid with her to her church shooting as well. Yeah, obviously a lot of problems there. Uh, Lightbrows and Harden actually messaged us last night. I'm just um, looking through our Montana Talks app messages right now. Turns out the latest wannabe mass shooter was a transgender. Seems like they all are. Go ahead and explain how being transgender is not a mental disorder. I'll wait for any of the shrinks out there to explain why those people experiencing gender dysphoria shouldn't be in an asylum. Uh, That is from uh, Lightbrows in Hardin. Uh, All right. Some other messages that have come in on our Montana Talks app here in the past few hours. Uh, Before we kicked off our show this morning, he must have must have heard one of the Fox News updates here. Jay in Billings messaged us talking about Joe Biden and the classified documents and. You know, the forgetful old man. Anyway, Jay in Billings says this. This is not ignorance. This is not the work of a forgetful old man. One word treason from a Fox News article. Quote, President Biden is facing increased scrutiny over his administration, providing health care administrative services to illegal migrants. Yeah, Jay, the other thing worth pointing out is they're trying to they're trying to put out this line, I think, deliberately. Well, he's a forgetful old man, as if the classified documents like just started, like it just started two months ago or four years ago. Joe Biden, Donald Trump made this point at a rally over the weekend. Joe Biden has been mishandling and and leaking sensitive, top secret classified information since he was a young man for over 40 years. He has been doing this, uh, and, and I think they're deliberately trying to, to mislead people on that one. Uh, let's see. Evan and Belt messaged us last night. John Tester thinks Biden is 100 percent with it. KJP says he does more in one hour than most Americans do all day. Well, you know, given the uh, millennials uh, that, that KJP is probably hanging out with. Sitting on the couch taking your money. Anyway, Anyway, back to Evan and Belt's message here. KJP says says Biden does more in one hour than most Americans do all day. And Kamala says she is ready to serve in the top slot. And I just ran the calendar to make sure it wasn't April 1st. <laughs> so Evan, Evan and Belt's seeing all these things in the news. He thought it was April Fool's Day already. Uh, nope, still February. Still February. Oh, but tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So, uh, guys, don't forget... Just get it done today. You know you're going to mess it up tomorrow. Just get it done. It's a good Valentine's Day out of the way today. Just get it done. Get over with it. Do the right thing. Don't forget. Donald Trump endorsing Kim Sheehy for the U.S. Senate race here in Montana. The full statement from President Trump via True Social. Go to MontanaTalks.com.
3: Good Tuesday morning. It's time for the Daybreak Ag Report on the Western Ag Network. I'm Wayne North Well, this week, farmers and ranchers that make up your county conservation and soil districts are attending the 78th annual meeting of the National Association of Conservation Districts. And just yesterday, USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service and NACD announced the establishment of a new Working Lands Climate Corps, NACD President Kim LaFleur.
4: With approximately 60 to 70 percent of the nation's land and private ownership, outreach and technical assistance has never been more important. Our ability to achieve our climate goals depends on the millions of management decisions and actions that landowners and operators make every day. We've over time have realized that the voluntarily locally led conservation delivery system that helped get us past the duffel and it still the same today, nearly 100 years later, that system works. But there's no shortcut to it. It takes time to build trust test new ways for people to steward their lands and ensure that they know that we're there with them through their journey in conservation. So that's where this Working Lands common core comes into play. We as an organization are incredibly pleased to renew and strengthen this partnership, recognizing the importance of recruiting and training the next generation of conservationists.
3: By offering technical training and career pathway opportunities, the program aims to support farmers, ranchers, and producers in adopting voluntary Sustainable practices to enhance our landscape health and our farming or ranching operations. The American Land Board would like to invite those involved with the U.S. sheep industry to some upcoming educational workshops and conferences, included our three targeted grazing workshops scheduled for Temple, Texas and Roxboro, North Carolina in May, and another this summer in Fresno, California. And Lamb Summit 2024 is July 24th through the 26th on the campus of the University of Idaho in Moscow, addressing critical strategies to help improve the industry's competitiveness and profitability. For more information
0: and to get registered, visit Lambboard. Join the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. NCBA is the oldest and largest national cattle industry organization working to defend your interests in Washington, D.C., and there are big benefits to being a member. You'll get news you can use in the National Cattlemen, email updates in the NCBA Beef Bulletin, plus big discounts only for NCBA members. Join by calling 866-233-3872 or online at ncba.org.
3: A sharp decline in the number of dairy heifers available to replace older dairy cows exiting the U.S. dairy industry could limit any meaningful growth in domestic milk production over the next few years. The number of dairy replacement heifers has fallen almost 15 percent over the last six years to reach a 20-year low, according to recent USDA data. While the global demand outlook for U.S. dairy products remains murky due to export and market uncertainties, Any potential growth opportunities may be stymied by an inability to expand U.S. milk production. According to a new CoBank report, the rising cost of rearing dairy heifer calves has far outpaced increases in heifer values for the last several years. Speaking of milk, for 12 years, students in U.S. public schools have not been able to access milk options that they prefer and consume at home, those being whole or 2% milk. As the U.S. Senate considers the Whole Milk for Healthy Kids Act, a bipartisan bill to reinstate these nutritious milk options in school meals, a new morning consult poll of parents with children in public schools show near-unanimous support for the bill. Large majorities of parents surveyed in the national tracking poll commissioned by the International Dairy Foods Association want to see whole and 2% milk back in school meal options. For the Western Ag Network, I'm Lenord Blund.
0: great state of Montana, from the peaks of the Bear Tooth to the banks of the Clark Fork River, this is Montana Talks
1: with Aaron Flint. All right, did Lane just say milk? Did he say milk? Did I hear that? Was he saying milk? It's Okay, it sounded like the first part of the report he was saying milk, and then he started saying milk. Uh, Anyway, I... I kind of got to laugh. I swear I don't know if Lane or, or Russell or Haley are listening right now, but because uh, I know there there are egg reports on a number of radio stations across the state, kind of like our statewide show is on a number of stations. But I feel like several years ago, the the four of us had this big debate. You know, you know when you get into these discussions about okay, you know, is it soda or is it pop? Right, and depending on where you grew up, even in Montana, sometimes it's different, right? And I, see, you know, is it bag or is that bag, I, or however people say it, you know, like a, like a grocery bag. Some people say bag or something. Anyways, I I could have sworn we had the milk versus milk debate one of these times. All right, let's see. Um, since we're joking around, hey, did you guys see John Stewart? Remember John Stewart from The Daily Show? Uh, John Stewart is is apparently back on the Daily Show now. Was he just doing a one time thing? I think he's not doing a one time thing. I think John Stewart is is trying to salvage the Democrat Party. Uh, now, John Stewart was really funny. I mean, even even if you were conservative, you were like, man, you got to give it. That guy's funny, right? And uh, anyway, he was taking shots at both at the age of both Joe Biden and the age of Donald Trump last night. But again, it's not about the age. It's about the competency. Uh, Donald Trump still has it. You can see it when he does these hour long plus rallies. Joe Biden clearly does not. But anyway, it was pretty. It was pretty funny. The clip I heard on uh, Fox and Friends first earlier this morning. When I when I'll go back and and, and try to speed listen to uh, to some of the early morning Fox and Friends coverage or other uh, Fox programming uh, while I'm doing some of my show prep. It's nice because you can you can rewind the tape and go back. So what what I've realized is instead of starting at the four o'clock in the morning time hack. I'll rewind it a few minutes cuz usually Fox and Friends first usually uh, uh has a great ending of of their program. Anyway, this was the uh well, before I play that, Tim and Savage, I don't know if you're up and rolling yet. Most likely he is, but I I swear John Stewart's joke last night. He got it from our show. Now, now we don't need to pat ourselves on the back too much. This was, you know, Friday morning we were reacting to the Joe Biden press conference where he was angrily lashing out. And when we did a play-by-play, we finally did our play-by-play later in the morning. Tim and Savage joined us uh, from the Gate Show. And Glenda, I remember when we were doing the play-by-play. And m- remember the moment where we talked about how Joe Biden was just about to finally leave the press conference. And, and, and then somebody asked him something and he stopped. And he turned around and he shuffled back to the podium. You remember Tim Tim and Savage and I, we were doing the, the play-by-play. We said, no. You know, we were pretending to be the White House press corps. no. Don't go back to the podium. What are you doing? Oh, great. They threw the script in the air. The papers went flying. Anyway, wait till you hear John Stewart's joke from last night.
0: Fox News, I'm CJ It's been a long night. A long weekend and a long few months. Senate leader Chuck
3: Schumer following the 70 to 29 vote in the upper chamber to greenlight more than $95 billion in foreign aid for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, but the bill faces an uncertain future.
1: We don't think that this is going to come up right away in the House of Representatives. House Speaker Mike Johnson sent out a statement last night saying that the the status quo from the Senate was uh, unacceptable. He wanted some border provisions attached
3: to this bill. Foxy Chad Pergram House Republicans try again to impeach DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for the massive issues they claim he helped create at the southern border. Vote expected in the 7 p.m. hour Eastern time. <laughs> A party underway in New Orleans. Fat Tuesday Mardi Gras marks the last day of the carnival season. America's listening to Fox News.
1: Yeah, all right. Good job. Uh, good job, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, saying that basically this uh, Senate aid package where they want to give billions of dollars to other countries but still ha- are not securing our country, not securing our borders. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson saying still uh, saying that that is dead on arrival. Uh, I, I didn't see the final vote tallies, but I did see that uh, Montana Senator Steve Daines was one of those voting against this massive uh, spending package, uh, it, and especially because it does not uh, secure our American borders. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, Ch- Chuck Schumer. Oh, it's been a long, been a long year. Well, you know what? Oh, oh, things are a little tough for you, Chuck. Well, you know what? You're in in power. You're in charge. Your guys running the White House. Yeah, our country's a little weary and tired as well, but you guys are the ones that are making this nation weary. Reminds me of I saw a tweet from Liberal Senator John Tester. Or actually, it was from the Montana Democrat Party. John Tester is the only candidate who understands the challenges working families are facing. Oh, for Pete's sake, flip flop, flat top, multimillionaire John Tester created the challenges working families are facing right now. Well, so of course he understands the challenges they're facing because he created the challenges that working families are facing. All right, Tim and Savage, you tell me. I think John Stewart used our exact same joke last night. Allow me to present to you a one-man show about
0: what Joe Biden's advisors were doing when he turned around and went back to the podium. The show is called... No! He went back. The Biden was referring to Sisi, the president of Egypt, not Mexico. Unless it was even worse than that. And he thinks the president of Mexico is named Sisi.
1: Oh, man, that's hilarious. He went back. Oh, you can just see it, too. You just see that look on Biden's face staring that blank stare off in the distance as he looks down, as he shuffles his feet. no. He went back, and that's when he did the. Oh man, uh, let's see. But but he took shots at Trump, of course, because you know John Stewart's a big time liberal, and he's trying to salvage the Democrats uh, here. But this report's kind of funny too.
4: Minutes into his opening monologue, John Stewart criticized President Biden and former President Trump for one of the biggest issues this election year.
0: They are the oldest people ever to run for president, breaking by only four years the record that
4: they set. Stewart returned to Comedy Central's The Daily Show after a nine-year hiatus with his usual and acerbic wit. I think we've got a new name for our election coverage.
0: Indecision 2024 Antiques Roadshow. All right.
4: Stewart agreed to host the show Monday nights through the 2024 election. Carmen Roberts. Fox News. Oh man,
1: you know, it was 20 years ago. I, I got to hang out with John Stewart while I was covering the uh, national political conventions for uh, the Today Show. Well, I was just a runner. I wasn't covering him. I was just uh, like a glorified intern, I guess. But it was cool.
0: Taking your calls live. 406 294 097. This is Montana
1: Talks with Aaron Flipped. All right, since we're still joking around, we just had some John Stewart. Let's talk about the real king of late night now, Greg Gutfeld. Uh, there's a couple of clips we got for you on, uh, on Greg Gutfeld. Let's start with this one because it ties in. Uh, uh, let's see, what was this one about? about well you know what let me just roll it for you here let's see this was from something about the democrats wetting the bed oh yeah that's right they were talking about this horrible press conference that joe biden had last week you know that john stewart was just making fun of here they were talking about the horrible press conference and uh anyway uh listen to what the guy on cnn had to say but it gets worse over. Oh, okay. This stupid Adobe edition likes to do this every now and then. The hint. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Hey, Travis, can you roll the gut felt on the Democrats wetting the bed from back there? Oh no, he's uh, he's running out of the studio. He's, he's, he's <laughs> He's going to kill me for a second. He's got to take a leak. I'm, I'm talking about the Democrats waiting in the bed. Travis is like, i I got to run take a leak. I'll be, I'll be back right after this. Oh, do, You guys, don't tell him that that just happened now, okay? Don't tell him that because i got to restart my Adobe edition here so that I can play the sound pipe for you here because you heard it it started to uh, 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 started to, to started to do the digitization thing on me here who was the guy from uh from cnn uh he said uh he sleeps well at night he's sleeping okay he's sleeping like a baby after the biden press conference you know democrats are freaking out of course and and but anyway this uh this guy on cnn says he's sleeping like a baby uh, you know, you would think he's not concerned at all about Joe Biden in 2024. All right, let's see if it works now, but it gets worse. It's still come. Come on. I'll tell you what, this technology just freaking drives me nuts. Uh, uh, anyway. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll get back to that here in, in a second. Um, maybe if I shut this thing down and turn another thing on, golly. Oh, so obnoxious. Um, but at least our phone lines are working, 406-294-0970. Remember, we had that big power outage last week, China, uh, big power outage that happened last week. <laughs> and uh, and then we our phones weren't working for a little bit. I was just glad, you know, we were we were off in Glendive for the show Friday anyway, so we typically uh, can't take calls when we're on the road anyway. And then we got back Monday morning, and the phone lines were all... We're all fixed for us here. Um, let me, in the meantime, while I, while I restart this audio program here, let me, in the meantime, uh, tell you about the little rant I went on uh, yesterday on our Montana Talks website. And I see there's a uh, a Lee newspaper story from one of their liberal capital reporters here. And the Lee uh, Newspaper Report has this headline. At GOP convention, leaders call for unity. Amidst contested primary, you know, I was I was chatting with the Breakfast Flakes, uh, Mark and Paul, uh, earlier this morning. They're on the country station down the hall. Solid uh, conservative. I mean, man, just I tell you what, uh, great guys to chat with. During that power outage last week, I went and had breakfast with them at Stella's because the power was still on at Stella's. But anyway, I, I I went over. I said, Hey, did you guys notice that uh, that Congressman Matt Rosendale was in Billings yesterday? Huh? He, he didn't want to stop in and see you guys, huh? Huh? Because I saw he was over at that station, and he went over to that station over there. Wow! But didn't want to go see the breakfast flakes. I, I and and Paul was like, "Well, you know, I've endorsed Tim Sheehy. And and I was like, "I didn't know that. I didn't know that Paul Mussaben was in, was endorsing Tim Sheehy in that race." Um, um, I mean, it makes sense because uh, you know Tim sheehy has been in the race for six months now already. He's been amassing a war chest to take on liberal Senator John Tester. But it still wouldn't make sense. If if you are somebody who's trying to run in the biggest Senate race in the country this year, why would you not stop in and see uh, see our friends Mark and Paul from the Breakfast Lakes? Um, Now, it's... I, why wouldn't you stop, uh, stop in here? I mean, we're live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., but, you know, hey, that's all right. (laughs) We don't need talking heads. We can get, we can get politicians in this show every freaking day of the week. You know, we'd rather take your phone calls. We'd rather, I mean, we enjoy chatting with them all, uh, you know, but, uh, but here's the deal. Um, You know what? Uh, we have a lot more fun. Like today, we're going to have John Jackson, the Joker from Twitter here with us. But I, th- I think that's pretty interesting. Like, wow. Because so, and I, I'm going to do again, what radio uh, show hosts should should not do, which is, or they say not to do anyway. Oh, don't talk about anybody else's radio program or anybody else's podcast. You only have to promote yourself. And, and I mentioned this yesterday with this big NBC News report Focused on how the drug cartels are targeting Native American women here in Montana and how the drug cartels are targeting uh, the Indian reservations here in Montana. Yeah, apparently uh, we had it confirmed yesterday. NBC News, the the whole reason they heard about this story, the whole reason they did this story was because they heard about it on Montana Talks. They, they saw our report. They heard our report. But of course, NBC News didn't want to give us any credit. But that's all right. You guys, you guys will hear me do it. I will always give credit where credit is due. So, so anyway, um, yeah, I'm more than happy to, to talk about other folks' programs, other folks' podcast. Travis is back now, guys. Don't tell Travis uh, about what we were talking about for the last few minutes. By the way, <laughs> hey Travis, could you cue up the Greg Gutfeld uh, soundbite? My Adobe edition um, it was uh, digitizing on me here. Could you cue up the? It's the Greg Gutfeld. Democrats are wetting the uh, wetting the bed uh, uh, audio. Could you cue that one up for us? <laughs> uh, I tried to roll it a couple of minutes ago, and uh, yeah, let's just see. Let's just say Adobe Edition wet the bed on me here. Uh, but uh, but anyway, um, yeah yeah. Take your time, no no worries. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. Like, why would you not stop in and see Mark and Paul? They've been on the radio in Billings for 35 years, or is it going on 36 now? and uh you know a huge president i mean we've got our statewide show here but they've got a, a huge president huge following oh but nope nope they endorsed your opponent so nope nope not gonna go take advantage of one of the biggest microphones in the biggest population center uh, in the state of montana well anyway all right it's all strategy i guess tactics um but this was my rant yesterday on our Montana Talks website. Montana conservatives, don't take your eye off the ball. I'm seeing all these Republicans and all their infighting and, and some of these reports out of the GOP uh, winter kickoff over the weekend. And, and you got some people, oh, I'll never vote for that guy. Oh, and, you know, and it's like, OK, guys, yes, the Senate race is important. It's the most important race in the country. The point Paul Mushaven made was like, OK, here you've got Tim Sheehy, a guy who – who was, has already been in the race. He's got Donald Trump's endorsement. He's a guy who actually has a chance at taking out liberal Senator John Tester. And, and meanwhile, this was the point Paul made earlier. He said, meanwhile, you've got Matt Rosendale, who is a shoe in for the, the Eastern congressional seat. He's a lock there. He can keep doing and what he's doing there. He can stay in the fight in the House of Representatives there. But instead, at the last minute, he's upsetting the apple cart. And now there's all this division in the Montana GOP. But my rant yesterday was like, "Okay, you guys are sitting here playing your little inside baseball games. Oh, I don't like that guy. He's not my guy. What about the Office of Public Instruction? Are you just going to hand our public schools back to the Democrats? What about the state auditor's office? Are you just going to hand that land board seat back to the Democrats? We've got an attorney general reelection. We've got a governor reelection. We've got a Republican supermajority to defend in the state legislature. But you guys want to spend the next four months fighting amongst yourselves over this one race over here. And you're not raising money for OPI candidates. And you're not raising money for Supreme Court justices. And all the work that you legislators did in the last two legislative sessions, by and large, gets thrown in the trash can by these liberal Supreme Court justices. But I don't hear you guys. And when I say you guys, I'm talking about a lot of you as well. Conservative activists that you get all excited about Congress and Senate. And meanwhile, the stuff right here in our own backyard is getting thrown in the trash can by liberal Supreme Court justices. And I don't hear you guys talking about the Supreme Court races right now. Because you're too busy infighting. You're too busy fighting amongst yourselves. Are you going to do that for the next four months? Or are you going to win some Supreme Court races? Or are you going to hold on to the OPI? Are you going to hold on to the state auditor's office? Are you going to hold on to your Republican supermajority? Or are you guys going to sit there and bicker amongst yourselves in your central committee meetings, in your GOP convention, in your GOP kickoff events? Look, you you just took this state back four years ago. Are you are you going to throw it in the trash can now, over over bickering and infighting? Anyway, uh, it's probably a good thing my Adobe edition didn't work because uh, uh, I had fun going off on a little rant there. All right, we'll. Uh, now we got to hit our quick break. Okay, so Greg Gutfeld, we'll go back to joking around here in a couple of minutes. We got a little serious there for a couple of minutes. Uh, we'll, Greg Gutfeld on the uh, Democrat bedwetters. Remember when um, former Obama campaign manager and uh, former uh, former Bacchus chief of staff Jim Messina talked about Democrats being bedwetters? Anyway, we'll, we'll get to the bedwetting clip right after this. Sorry for the delay.
2: Waking up
0: on the right side. This is the Sean Hannity
5: Morning Minute. I think last week was probably the worst week of of Biden's presidency, and I don't see it getting any better because I don't think he's better cognitively. And I don't see any, I'm not talking, I've not spoken with any doctor that thinks he can improve cognitively. It doesn't matter whether they give him medicine or treatment or how much they cover for him, which means probably Van Jones gave the best advice. Now, you got Van Jones, you got David Axelrod, you got James Carville, you got Paul Begala now adding the list, boring down with another column this weekend addressing specifically the age issue. These are very prominent Democratic voices. They're listened to within Democratic circles.
0: From coast to coast, from sea to shining sea, it's the Sean
5: Hannity Show. Hey, you can give your home a new look with premium custom window treatments from our friends at Blinds.com. And right now you can save up to 45%. Now choose from their Roman and woven wood shades, shutters, motorized options, and much more. And it's all 100% online, the better way to shop. And that means no showroom markups, no pushy commission salespeople in your home. You can do the measuring or installation yourself or just let Blinds.com handle it for you. It's just one low installation cost, even if you buy multiple window treatments. And with Blinds.com, you get design experts that can help you pick the best styles. That's free. They'll even give you free premium samples. That's fast and free. And with Blinds.com, they give you an upfront quote that you can trust online, no hidden fees. And with Blinds.com, you get free shipping. And, of course, their 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're not happy, they will make it right. Go to Blinds.com. Right now, save up to 45%. That's right, 45% off. But it gets worse over at the Progressive Mothership, the New York Times. Restrictions may apply.
0: Where comfort meets style. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio this is where montana talks
1: montana talks with aaron flint all right i'll, I'll save the full gutfeld clip uh for the seven o'clock hour uh because we've got a great caller on the phone line that i want to get to here and i know this is our shortest segment of the hour but real quickly though this this was the sound bite. Uh, that that gets to the crux of the matter here. So Joe's lost it, and the Dems are freaking out on CNN. Democratic advisor Paul Degala said this:
5: "I'm a Biden supporter. I and I slept like a baby last night. I woke up every two hours crying and left the bed. Uh, this is this is terrible for Democrats."
4: Oh, anyway,
1: there you go. All right. I told Travis, by the way, when he got back from uh, from the uh, the facilities. Uh, <laughs> said you might want to go back and listen to the podcast. We had a little bit of fun. He laughed. Uh he laughed. See, we can take a joke around here. Uh that's the great part of Montana Talks. All right, we got a great caller on the line, the great Carrie White out of Bozeman. Carrie, great to hear from you.
2: Jeez. Oh, thanks Aaron. Yeah. i Turned on the radio this morning and uh all of a sudden you're ranting and, and uh you are right on. You are right <laughs> oh, on, on what you were saying. You know, we're gonna let these state races uh you know, just fall by the wayside. I was uh, sponsored a fundraiser for Corey Swanson last night for Supreme Court Chief Justice. And awesome. we had a great turnout and stuff. But you're right on. We've got to focus on these uh, state races. And I don't know what's going on with the auditor and the education superintendent of public instruction and and all of this stuff that's going on on this uh, 80, probably an $80 million race. the senate in the state of montana and all the money is going to be funneled over there and we're going to lose the land board uh we could lose the house and senate in the state and i just want to remind people
1: that you know republicans seem to be eating their own Mm yeah yeah, it's, no, well, hats off to you, yeah, because uh, so you just had this fundraiser for Corey Swanson, the Broadwater County attorney. He's running for chief yep. justice on the Montana Supreme Court. We got Dan Wilson running for the Supreme Court. You, you mentioned yep. OPI, uh, Susie Hedlund's out of Broadwater County. I'm very impressed by her. Um, yep. But fundraising numbers have come out, and, and the fundraising numbers, and now she apparently just filed, I think, yesterday or is going to file today, But yep. but again, people, like, you know, everybody gets whipped up into a frenzy about whatever they saw on Fox News or Newsmax the night before but it's like guys right. the supreme court is the reason why our republican supermajority agenda is getting thrown in the trash can and and right. you guys sit here and spend all this time bickering amongst each other about a republican primary and when it's like for pete's sake you got to get these supreme court candidates elected
2: that's right that's right and, and there's only so much money to go around and you know let's put our money where it's going to make a difference for the state of montana you know congress back in washington dc is so dysfunctional um, you know, it, nothing gets done for, you know, any real purpose. Uh, we've got wide open borders, methamphetamine. I did a week ago, uh, another, uh, fundraiser for Austin Knutson. Yeah. We've got to get him back into attorney general. And, you know, the, the lawyers out there, uh, are just throwing money hand
1: over fist against his, you know, before his opponent. And they're trying and, to throw him off the ballot. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, ethics and stuff like that. It's just uh, you know, this backdoor politics kind of stuff. We got to stick together if we want to get the right people elected to represent us in the state. Um, And I, I just I heard your rant on the radio, and, and everything that you were saying was just right on. I just wanted to give you a call and say kudos to you.
1: Well, I appreciate it. I remember doing a, a similar rant back uh, in, you know, in the last major election, and it was about the Supreme Court race. You had all these Republicans sure. in Yellowstone County bickering over a county commissioner race. It's like, guys, we got a Supreme Court race right now, and you guys are sitting here bickering over a county commission race after the primary? Yeah. What yeah. are you doing?
2: Uh, so, no, I appreciate well, it. The land board, the land board, Aaron, is so important in the state. We cannot afford to lose that land board.
1: That's right. That's right. Kerry, great to hear from you. We got to hit our hard break, get to the uh, the national news update here at the top of the hour. Um, if if you want to stick around, I can I can get you in on our seven o'clock opener. It'll be at just a few minutes, of course. All right, stand by.